Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Deuteronomy 28, let's begin from there. Deuteronomy 28. I want to talk today about the believer's authority. The believer's authority. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations on earth. Can you, can you just comprehend that? That the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. It's you I'm talking to because the Lord was talking to you. The Lord will set you above all nations. Uh, there are some nations you need to understand. That means if you set out to do business, that means in the business empire, God will begin to set you above. That means if you're in ministry, God will set you above. That means in your office, God will set you above. God will cause you to be a point of reference. People will not talk without referring to what you did or what you said. God will make you look nice and good even when you felt damp. God will make you look smart even when you didn't feel like you were that smart. That's the favor of God. I said, that's the favor of God. Can I have someone responding with me? Come on, I want you to preach with me today. Glory to God. God will cause you to exhale in your office. Uh, that when they want to do something, they will not do it before they consult with you. I said, before they make a decision, they'll come and ask you, what, do, what can we do? Because you have the answer. You have the solution. And uh, may God make you a solution wherever you are. I said, may God make you a solution wherever you are. Difficult issues will begin to respond to you because you have a solution for difficult issues. He said, the Lord will set you high above. He will set you high above. That means your thinking cannot be below the average of God. The average of God is high above. Shateleka. The devil cannot talk me out of being high above. Uh, people cannot talk me out of being high above. Problems cannot talk me out of being high above. Because I understand my position. Excuse me if you don't feel nice about it because it's not arrogance. It's confidence. Glory to God. I am confident in what God has said. I am high above. That's where I belong. I said that's where I belong. I said, that's my position in God. I belong high above. I, I refuse to be below. I refuse to be beneath. Because the Lord will set you high above all nations. Do you know that you are a nation? Because the Bible says you are a chosen generation. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That means by your showing up, some things begin to happen that never happened before. By your showing up, when they begin to look at the grace and the gift of God on the inside of you, they begin to acknowledge that God is with you. Mm. Let's go to, I could as well just stay there. And these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. We have come to that point of being overtaken by the blessing. I know there are people that are calling blessings, but you know, I don't got to call the blessing. I am just going to keep doing what God has called me to do. As I begin to move, the blessing will begin to pursue me. Now, as the blessing comes on me and God realizes it's not even catching my attention, the blessing will overtake me and try to inform me, hey, I'm pursuing you. 
cannot be pursued by demons. I cannot be pursued by generational curses. I cannot be pursued by evil. I cannot be pursued by what is not of God. What pursues me is the blessing of God. The Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and it adds no sorrow to it. Just in case you have a problem with rich. It's of God. Some of you are trying to be humble. Look, humility is demonstrating what God has said. Huh? So I, I walk like I'm rich. I talk like I'm rich. I dress like I'm rich. Glory to God. Because I know my inheritance. It is mine. Huh? We're not called to be a little church at the corner that has no money and is struggling and can barely make it. We are called to be a mighty people. We are called to do great works. And we need the finances to validate what God is going to do through us. We need the favor, the blessings to do what God has called us to do. You need not to be worried as to whether you will have money or not because you don't have it right now. You start out by believing God's word because this is a blank check. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? Glory to God. The word of God is a mirror that will begin to reflect to you who you are called to be. So he says that the blessing will overtake you. Nothing is allowed to overtake you except the blessing. The blessing will overtake you. We're a church that has been called in the city to stand out. We're a church that has been called in the city to be a light in the dark. We're a shining light to the city. We're a church that has been called to change the culture of the city. We're a church that has been called to show others how to do it. When we worship, we worship God. When we praise, we praise him. We understand the word of God. We refuse to be intimidated. We stand on the promises of God. We do what God has called us to do. We are not ashamed of it. We are not afraid of it. We stand into it and walk by the grace of God. Walk by the faith of God. And whatever the enemy plans cannot succeed against us. Ah, we, we are bulletproof to the enemy's bullets. Ah, because Isaiah 54, 17 tells me that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned because this is the heritage of the righteous. So let them plan what they want to plan. But God will make sure that their weapon will not prosper. I said let them plan whatever they want to plan. Let them come out with their best against us. But it will not happen. It will not prosper. Because the God that is on our side is greater than the God that is on their side. First John chapter 4 verse number 4. It tells me that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The greater one lives on the inside of me. That is why I will walk like I know it all. I will walk like I have it all. I will walk like he has already done it because he, he promises and he does. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh Jesus, talabosete, shadele badoshata. Pastor, what do I do when I find myself in a position that feels like I am about to be defeated? I tell you, you will never be defeated because the victory belongs to you. Thanks be unto God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it, in fact, it doesn't say gives us. It says now, thanks be unto God who always. How often is always? Uh, 
um, I don't care who came against you. I don't care what their name is. I don't care what their title is. If this be the work of God, this work will, will stand the test of time. I said if this be the work of God, no one who stands against it will prosper. And because this is the work of God, you dare not stand against us because you will be swept by the flood. Because the Bible says when the enemy comes against you, like a flood, the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against him. We do not deal in guesswork. We do not deal in probability. God did not, lift up, did not leave us over to chance to see how you will survive through. Ah, the one that began a good work in you. He said, I will never, never, never leave you, nor forsake you. No demon in hell has the right and the power to, 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 to bulldoze you. Pause it right there. Let us go to Luke chapter number 10, verse number 19. Then we'll come back to Deuteronomy. I want you to look at something here. I don't know if you enjoy the scriptures like I do, but you better begin to enjoy them because this is it. Luke chapter 10, and ah, verse number 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you authority. That is the right, that is the right interpretation. Behold, I give unto you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. That means where you see snakes and scorpions, you don't run because God has given you feet that can stand the attack of the snakes and scorpions. He said, you will trample. Do you know what it means to trample? If there's snakes and scorpions in your office, this is what you need to do. I said, if there's snakes and scorpions in your family, this is what you need to do. Uh, if there's snakes and scorpions, wherever they are, uh, this is what you need to do. Because he said, I give unto you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. There isn't power that the enemy has that God hasn't given you authority over. I don't care if that enemy comes from Zanzibar. I don't care if that enemy is a haji. I don't care if that enemy is your workmate. I don't care whether they come with their funny whatever they come with. I don't care whether they chant all night long. They may speak in their tongues, but when I speak in my tongues, you better be careful because something will happen. When you see them, tell them, careful now. Careful now, you're trading on dangerous ground. Because if you yield to be a snake and a scorpion, come on, if you yield to be a snake and a scorpion, you have a trampling anointing. Whatever comes against you, you will trample it down. I said whatever comes against you, you will trample it down. In the name of Jesus. He said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. There isn't power that the enemy has that God has not given you power over. The enemy is too late. He should have got you before you got Jesus. He should have got you before he, you knew that he had given you power. He should have got you before you joined this church. Ah, but it's too late. I said it's too late. Whatever the devil has been trying to stop in the name of Jesus by that authority, I release it to flow your way. Whatever door was closed, I command it to open in the name of Jesus. Ah, whatever was denied to you, I command that you have access to it in the name of Jesus. I said whatever looked like failure, I command it to turn into success in the name of Jesus. Ah, whatever looked like it was against you, I command it to work for you from today. Things will begin to cooperate with you. Things will begin to work for your good in the name of Jesus. Uh, because God's plan for you is good. He says, over all the power of the enemy. Come on, let's read the next one. And nothing. And, and, and 
nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's your position. Don't you forget it. When the enemy tries to come against you, remember that he will not prosper. Remember that he will not succeed. And the one who will have the last say is you. Out of this place, you'll begin to see God raising leaders. Out of this place, you'll begin to see God raising business people. Out of this place, you'll begin to see God raising mighty men and mighty women. Out of this place, you'll begin to see God raising people that will represent this nation. Because I see some prime ministers coming out of this place. Ah, my God, my God. I see some billionaires coming out of this place. Oh, my God. I see some representatives coming out of this place. God is raising up men and women that can interpret the times like Daniel did. They can interpret the times like Joseph did. They can interpret the dreams. They can tell what the season is and do exactly what it is that needs to be done. I said, out of this place is going to spring out a breed of people that this city has not seen before. The likes of which has not been seen before. Out of this place, God will begin to raise up men and women that will be strong to leap over walls. Men that will be strong to break every wall that comes against them. I said, men that will be strong to know what to do out of this place God is bringing out strong people the first fruit of what God wants to do is coming out of this place they used to call you they used to call you a church full of young people they're about to look and say this is a church full of the Holy Ghost I said they used to despise you they're about to change their confession and say but you know what they may be young but God oh my God Oh my God. Because there is going to be a testimony upon every one of you. Uh, every son and daughter of this house um, is going to manifest the miraculous. Um, it's going to manifest the power. It's going to manifest the glory. It's going to manifest the goodness. Every child of this house, um, every son and daughter of this house um, is going to be a testimony out there. You're not going to be ordinary people because God has not called you to be ordinary. You are men and women that have been called to greatness. You have been called to high places. The Bible says a glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. You are going up and above in the name of Jesus. Let's go back to Deuteronomy. Jesus, let's go back to Deuteronomy. Oh, Lebrosh, the devil is in trouble. I said the devil is in trouble. The devil thought you were going to be punished, but God is going to punish the devil. Let's go back to Deuteronomy in the name of Jesus. I shift you from every generational curse that has been in your family. From today, you will no longer walk under any generational curse. I disconnect you from the past. I disconnect you from that family. From that family curse in the name of Jesus. And today, I plug you into the power of God. I connect you into the blessings of God. From today... I deter every generational curse from operating in your life in the name of Jesus. Every limitation will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. From today, from today, you're being connected to the blessings of God. From this generation onward, it is a generation of blessings. You will be blessed. Even your children who are not yet born are already blessed. Your children who are born are blessed. They will begin to walk in the blessings of God. No sickness will come to your house. No disease will come to your house. Poverty is not part of you. Everything that the devil did in the past is breaking right now. I say this breaking right now. Verse number three. Blessed shall you be in the city. I said, Blessed shall you be 
in the city. The devil is not permitted to drive you out of the city. You have a city anointing. I said you have a city anointing. You will prosper in the city. If you go there, just go and do the digging and come back. There is a blessing in the city. The first blessing is in the city. God has established us in this city to be a blessing in the name of Jesus. Blessed shall you be in the city. He's not suggesting. He's not asking. He's not trying to find out if you want it. He has declared it. If you want it, you receive it. Come on, do you receive it? I want you to shout and say, I'm blessed in the city. Say, I'm blessed in the city. Come on, say, I'm blessed in the city. Everything in the city cooperates with me. I said everything in the city cooperates with me. In the name of Jesus. Ooh, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. That means it doesn't matter where you are. Go back to Shagani and you'll still be blessed. Eh? Wherever you go, this blessing will follow you. Eh? I know some of you come from the village of the village. Eh? You go to the village and then from that village now you go to the village. Uh, but I came to tell you that village is about to prosper because you come from there. I said that village is about to prosper because you come from there. Your family is going to stand out in that, in that village. When they talk about educated people in that village, they will single out your family. When they talk about rich people in that village, they will single out your family. When they talk about blessed people, they will single your family. Ah! Huh? It doesn't matter where you come from. The blessing will pursue you. I said the blessing will pursue you. You go to the village, you'll have the same results you have in the city. Shh. You are not permitted to not be blessed. Huh? I am deputized to tell you today that you're blessed of God. You carry it as your DNA. It flows out of you. You can't help it. Glory to God. You are too blessed to be cursed. I said you're too blessed to be cursed. If anybody ever opened his mouth to curse you. Genesis chapter 12. We'll come back to Deuteronomy. We'll come back to Deuteronomy. Genesis chapter 12. This is what the Lord told me when he sent me to this nation. This is the scripture the Lord gave me. The Lord spoke this scripture to me. I went to church. The pastor spoke that scripture to me. I went to visit uh, uh, my spiritual father. He spoke that scripture to me. I went to preach at the university. After I preached, a young man stood up and spoke that scripture. That's the scripture the Lord gave me. Now look, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, 1 to 4. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country. That, is what the, that, that was the word the Lord gave me. Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house. I told you, this is the scripture the Lord told me. I, I, I'm not guessing. I told you it was validated. The day the Lord spoke that scripture to me, I went to visit this man of God. He opens his Bible and he says, Genesis 12. I go for a prayer meeting with the pastor. That was before I came to this place. And the, the pastor began to prophesy. Like Abraham left his country and began to look for a country whose God is the Lord. And he began to speak. And he said, Genesis 12. Everywhere I went in that season, it was Genesis 12. And now the Lord said unto Fred, 
Get out of your country. From your family and from your father's house. To the land that I will show you. When I was a young man. And everybody, all the guys who were with. We are all being given responsibility at church. The administrator did not give me any responsibility. So I went and asked her, jokingly, but I wanted to know because I already knew what the Lord wanted me to do. I said, why have you not given me responsibility? And she laughed and said, because the Lord is taking you out of this country. From your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Two. And I will make you a great nation. I came alone. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. bless you and I will make your name great and you shall be a all these years I stood on this word when things didn't look like they were going right I said God you promised God you said verse number three I will bless those that bless you you open your mouth to bless me, you are blessed. I said, you open your mouth to bless me, you are blessed. I will bless those who bless you. Ha, something is shifting in this atmosphere. Ooh, and I will curse those who curse you. You open your mouth to curse me, you are cursed. That is not a threat. That is holy writ. I also found it there. I didn't write it. I'm participating. It's huh? Now, what is mine is yours because you're connected to me. Everybody who opens their mouth to bless you will be blessed. I want you to understand that you are removing blessing. Do you know when you look at a wire that is live it doesn't look like it can harm until you touch it then you feel the tickle now I tell you you are a live wire of blessings when you touch something it won't be the same again Glory to God. It won't be the same again. Glory to God. So, he said, blessed, he said, I will bless those who bless you. I want you to be intentional about this word. That means you never have to worry about those who have put themselves in an evil position and have taken it upon themselves to think they have the right to cast a child of God. May their tongue be stuck to the roof of their mouth. Huh? May they tremble in your presence. You will be fearful. Huh? You are not ordinary. I said you're not ordinary. One of these days, even your boss will come to talk to you and will be at loss for words and say, uh, You're. Your boss will come to fire you and he will come from there very fired up to give you the word and will come and it's okay, go back to work. And then he'll come and say and, and I have promoted you. Some of you are about to take over your companies. Huh? I was in Nairobi recently, just a few, a week ago or something. And I prophesied to a young lady last year. 
She works for KICC, if you know what that is. Uh, that's a government building, and it has offices ranging from the president's office to minister's offices to uh, members of parliament. They all have their offices there. Now, she was in charge of um, the people who are the reception. She was the she was the in charge of the receptionists. All the receptionists were under her. So she reports to four other people who were ahead of her. And I singled her out and I said, your promotion is going to come quick. And it's not going to be in line of one, two, three, four. It is going to be one, three, five, seven, ten. That's how it's going to come. Believe it or not, three months after that, she was promoted from that to the overall. So the bosses who, used to, who she used to report to suddenly begin, began to report to her. Now I say that because it's about to happen to somebody in this place. My God, my God. I said it's about to happen to somebody in this place. The people you report to are about to begin to report to you. And I will curse him who curses you. Him that speaks evil about you. That evil will go back to them. Return to sender. If anybody dares to stand up and think they are man enough or woman enough and speak a word against you, that word will take, it will go back to them, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So you never have to worry from today. You never have to worry from today. Don't even come to the pastor running. Oh my God, you know, pastor, I'm told this person goes to the witches and you know the person came and said this. I want you to stand up and look at that person and say, even as you have said, a, measure, a good measure pressed down, shaken together, it will come upon you. Because he said, cursed is he who curses you. And in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse number four. So Abraham departed. So Fred departed. As the Lord had spoken to him. Huh? Let's go back to Deuteronomy. I don't carry lot with me. I don't carry lot with me. I am blessed. Let's go back to Deuteronomy. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. My children are blessed. I said my children are blessed. The world will live to know that these are great men and great women that were born here on earth. They are no ordinary children. Your children are no ordinary children. Ah, look at you right now. The produce of your grounds and the increase of your herds. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Keep going. Blessed shall you be, shall be your basket. That simply means your bank account. Because in those days they used to keep it all in the basket. But now we keep it in the bank account. It says your bank account shall be blessed. Your needing bowel. Verse 5, blessed shall, be, shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. He, the Lord is telling you all through and through, you will be blessed. There is no point of your life that suggests that anything that is other than what God said will happen. You don't qualify for it. You qualify for what God said. I said you qualify for what God said. From today... I want you to go out with your head raised up. I want you to go out knowing in your heart 
that you carry the blessing of God with you. That it is in you as a DNA. In other words, it is traceable. If they take your blood to the lab, they will find it blessed. Huh? Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. Verse 6. 7. The Lord will cause your enemies. We've read about enemies now three times. The Lord will cause your... That means enemies are in the list of my worries. I can't sleep worried about the enemy and what they're planning. Oh, you know, they're great planners. Keep planning. Keep planning. But it won't prosper. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you. Uh, if you see them rising, don't worry about them because that's the only part, that's the only time they will rise. But the Lord will cause them who rise against you to be defeated. If you see people be rising against you, they will be defeated before your face. That means when the defeat comes, it will not be after you have moved. Before your face, the enemy will be defeated. Now, you, you don't really want to be an enemy to me. You really don't want to be an enemy to us. May God cause every enemy that came against you to be defeated. Every enemy that has come against this church to be defeated. Every enemy that has cooperated in one way or another to be defeated. If you are involved, you better repent quickly because you will be defeated. Uh, uh, uh. Huh? He will cause that enemy to be defeated before your face. So they will come out against you one way. That's how the enemy comes. One way, organized, you know, looking good, looking nice. They will come out against you one way. And flee before you seven different ways. That means in coming against you, God will cause them to be disorganized. They will not agree on, how to, on what to do. They will say, let us employ this tactic. And they will get disorganized with their, with their plan of which method to use. This one will be saying, no, 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 no. Let's go like this. this then they will fight. Then they will beat themselves. Then they will flee. It has happened before. When they attacked Samaria, Elisha, the man of God, stood up. Huh? I tell you, God caused the four lepers... To go, four lepers, lepers, God caused them to walk towards the camp. As they were walking, the Bible says, and God made their footsteps to sound like an army. So when the army heard, they said, we are dead. Let us run. They left everything there. The silver, the gold, the food, everything was left there. These four men came into the camp and it was empty. They looked around and they first said, let us first take for ourselves. And they took and they kept. They said, now let's go and tell the city. <laughs> then they went out to the city and they shouted to the people in the city and said, come out now. The enemy is gone and everything is left there, all the spoils. And they said, you're tricking us. God is about to do something that is going to seem like it was a trick. Ah. May God cause you to be so mighty that when the enemy hears about you, they will tremble. Huh? And you know the modern enemies? They are smart just like you. They, they wear the tie just like you. They wear high heels, you know, the perfume just like you. They, they sit next to you and give you a smile. But... They're defeated in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said they're defeated in the name of Jesus. They will come out against you one way. So when they're coming out against you, don't say, Oh, pastor, they, everything is coming against me now. Everything. Hey, they're just fulfilling scripture. Eh? 
the enemy has his part in the scriptures now. Huh? Eh? He's just fulfilling his part. But you see, you're about to walk in the path that God said you will walk in. Huh? Seven ways they shall flee before you. Huh? The Lord will command the blessing on you in your bank account. What are storehouses? It's the place you put your valuable things. It's the place you put your important things. Your storehouses, your bank accounts. So you better not have just one bank account. Have the, have the, the, have the dollar account, have the shilling account, have the, you know, have the euro account, have it all. Because the Lord is about to cause something to come your way. He said, the Lord will command. It's, this is the doing of the Lord. The Lord himself will do it. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. Storehouses. Do you know? Jesus came to Peter. Jesus told Peter, Luke chapter 5. He told Peter, he said, launch out to, into the deep and cast out your nets for a catch. Peter said, I have toiled all night long. Nevertheless, at your word, look here. Whatever happened last night does not count anymore. Whatever happened last year does not count anymore. Peter said, nevertheless, at your word, I will cast out the net. Jesus said, nets. Peter said, net. When he pulled it out, the net was breaking. When the Lord says nets, make it nets, net. You know what the word net means? When it's full and you say it's net, that means it's to the brim. Look, now the Lord told Peter, nets, he cast out a net. Now the Lord is telling you, storehouses. The, you might, you might, you know, the Lord will open that gate where past doors being opened. I said we are past doors being opened. Yeah. We no longer talk about doors, we talk about gates. Huh? You can't take a car through a door. You take it through a gate. The bullion is not going to come to enter through a door. It's going to get through a gate. God is about to bring us to a level where every Sunday we'll make a collection from our tithe and offerings and giving. And the van will be down there to pick it and take it to the bank. As a matter of fact, we're about to shift downstairs. Because the way God is going to begin to grow us is unlike the usual. Call your friends and family to participate in this blessing. Huh? This is the house of God. And the God of the house is in this house. Huh? There's something peculiar in this place. Huh? He will bless you. Said he will blessings on you in your storehouses. And in all see, the blessings that will affect your storehouses is the blessing that comes from you. He said the Lord will command the blessing on you. And then the blessing on you will get in your storehouses. The blessing on you will get in your storehouses. Hmm? And in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. That means anything you set your hand to, it's blessed. Now, you can't pray for God to bless it before you touch it. The moment you land your hand on it, if something doesn't look good, you touch it and see what will happen. Just touch it. 
When people are running away from it, say, give it to me. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Say, what? Give it to me. I have blessed hands. When I touch things, they can't remain the same. Huh? He will bless you in the land in which the Lord your God is giving you. Keep going. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in them, verse number 9, verse 10, and then all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Did I not say that? Did I not say that? I told you some of you, your bosses will tremble in your presence. And they'll say, what is it about you? And they won't figure it out. Because you carry a blessing on your life that demands certain things. Hello? You carry it. You have it. You're not going to get it. You have it. Just begin to walk in it. Be aware of it. Understand that it will begin to influence the way you do business. It will influence the way you talk. It will influence the way you share with people. They will begin to see this light and this passion in you. And they will say, what happened? Some light just came on. Say, yeah, some light just came on. You embrace your blessing. You walk by your blessing. Because your blessing has been commanded by God himself. As a congregation, we're going to begin to see big things happening. We're going to begin to see people beginning to rise and walk in their graces, their gifts. And the manifold grace of God will begin to function in the lives of the people. If you be a doctor, you will do it big. If you be a businessman, you will do it big. If you're in the corporate world, you will do it big. And make no excuse for the blessing of God that is upon you. Huh? Verse number 11. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. I don't need a haji. Huh? I don't need so and so. He said, the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. The Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your grounds, in the land of which the Lord swore to give to your fathers, to give, the, to, swore to your fathers to give you. Verse 12, I like this. The Lord will open unto you his good treasure. I wonder what is in the good treasure of God. God has a treasure box. And he said he's willing to open it for you. You're too dull for me. Come on now. He's willing to open to you his good treasure. Huh? The heavens to give you rain, to give rain to, you, to your land in its season. That means everything that will happen to you will happen at the right season. It will happen at the right season. Your season will not pass you by. When the season comes for you to be married, if you're not, you will be married. I had very few amens. Marriage is not going to be a prayer request in this place. If your marriage was dragging, I command it to happen in the name of Jesus. It is of God and it is good. In fact, in the garden, God said, everything he said, it's good, it's good, it's good. And the Bible says, and one thing was not good. It's not good for man to be alone. Jerry, say amen. amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Huh? And to bless all the works of your hands. There is not one thing that the Lord will leave left out. If you touch it, the Lord will bless it. Uh, that means be careful what you touch. If you don't want it blessed, don't touch it. Don't touch that guy if you don't want him. Don't. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. 
Don't touch it. Because if you touch it, come on, it will be blessed. I told you, it's not a game of chance. It's not luck. It's not, oh, let me try it and see if it will work. No, 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 no. This is proven stuff. It works. It, I said it works. You say, hey, maybe it works for some people more. It works, or it works for you. And it will begin to work for you even from today. And to bless all. Did he say all? If there is anything you're doing and you don't seem to see results, command the results. And say, I demand results. Because all the works of my hands are blessed. Amen. All the works of your hands. And you shall... Some of you think that's blasphemy. Because you can't even imagine being a lender. You, you say, but I don't even, you say, but I'm, no, but you are the subject of what the Lord was saying. This is, will, this is what the Lord will do supernaturally. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Uh, hey. If you borrow, you're not a sinner. But hey, he said you shall not borrow. Huh? Glory to God. This is the position of God. The moment you begin to cooperate with it and believe it and take it even as he said. My beautiful Samon. My beautiful Samon. I'll keep it for next week. Huh? the Lord is doing such a great work in the midst of us. We're soon going to begin to see hundreds of people turning up here and the hundreds about to turn into thousands. Amen. There is a pace that God is setting that is going to change everything, including the number of the people coming into this place. Amen. That's why I told you, I declare what I see. What I see is we are shifting down. Do you embrace that? Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. If you believe it, say, I believe it. I believe it. You are blessed. You are victorious. You are anointed and appointed. You are highly favored. Good things come to you. Good things happen to you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.